Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks. It's Coot here. Welcome to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It's always great to connect with you. I hope you have been enjoying the last few podcast episodes with some really epic and special guests that I've been having on. I'm really excited about the guests that have come on the last few weeks. uh, And I'm excited about the guests that are about to come on. I have some real surprises for you. Uh, Really enjoyed Barbara DeAngelis the other week and my friend in Q and and, uh, some amazing guests that we have in store for you uh, over the next uh, two, three months. I mean, I am so excited. Please Uh, Do me a favor and share with your friends uh, the Soul Talk podcast. Spread the word, spread the inspiration and message, especially during these times where there is so much negativity and so much information out there in the news that if we're not careful, it can bring us down. I wanted to talk today about how do you deal or how do you end suffering during times of COVID-19? There is no shortage of negativity and information. And it's, you know, it's quite natural, I think, to feel uh, either angry, sad, depressed. Uh, some, some of you might even be going through moments of feeling hopeless at times or disempowered because so much is uncertain. So much might feel uh, during these times out of your control. There might be moments where uh, you wake up feeling great, and then next month, next day you wake up feeling not so great, and you might be feeling like it's a roller coaster that you're going through uh, during this difficult time. Maybe you you're facing financial challenges, relationship challenges, health challenges, or you know someone that is going through a difficult time. Regardless of where you're at during this time, we are all as a humanity going through this uh, humongous, unprecedented storm. We may not all be on the same boat, but we are in the same storm, and I think no one is. Is uh, left uh, untouched by this uh, challenging experience of COVID-19 and the ramifications and the impact it's having on your lives, on our communities, on our countries, on our society is 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 huge. And I think during these times, especially as you're listening to this uh, in. Uh, quarantine or lockdown. And I know some countries are beginning to lift those restrictions. Some countries, uh, some of where you live still have those restrictions, some more strict than others, right? Some states beginning to open now, but you know, when you're in your house cooped up, not able to work, not able to express yourself, not able to go out, not able to socialize, not able to do some of the things you love, not able to be, uh, to work and express your gifts, talents, creativity, productivity in that way, it can begin to drive you crazy, especially when you wake up and you're stuck at home, especially also if you have kids, 
now having to work and manage bills and finances and worry about your future and take care of, you know, amazing yet sometimes challenging children and doing the same thing over and over and over again every day, day in, day out. A friend of mine was telling me uh, yesterday that they feel as though they're in a, a sort of groundhog's day. And uh, it can bring up a lot of inner turmoil. Also, when you're at home, I think it's natural that uh, as you are at home during this time, uh, stuck at home, likely what will stir up inside of you, what might get triggered inside of you, what may come up inside of you, what might get, uh, uh, what might come up from your unconscious, the emotions, the feelings that you have perhaps suppressed, run away from, or denied. And so in terms of ending suffering, uh, if you run from those feelings, first thing I'll say is if you run from those feelings, if you avoid those feelings, if you don't deal with those feelings, if you deny those feelings, if you try to numb those feelings through drug or alcohol or some sort of addiction, those feelings won't go away. They will stay stuck inside of you and, and they will end up numbing uh, numbing your heart, covering up the true depth of joy and aliveness that is inherently inside of you and your nature. All feelings remain present until fully felt. And so if you're feeling all sorts of feelings of uh, sadness or pain or hurt or even things that you weren't even aware that you were feeling that this quarantine time is bringing up to the surface, please know that it's okay. Please know that you, you don't have to. Sometimes we have all these uh, unrealistic expectations on ourselves to, to be amazing, to be positive all the time, to be super focused all the time. And we're going through challenging moments. That's not an excuse to, to not strive to be your best, but uh, just know that during these quarantine times, it's okay to have an off day. It's okay to not be perfect. perfect. And so, uh, and if you find yourself not being as productive sometimes, it's okay. Judging yourself for not being the idealized version of yourself during these challenging times, judging yourself will only keep you stuck. Judging yourself only keeps you stuck and repeating the same patterns that you're judging. Judgment just keeps you, let me repeat, judgment just keeps you stuck repeating the same patterns over and over and over and over again. And so when you, when you notice these feelings, that have been suppressed, when you notice all sorts of feelings where you feel kind of crazy or upset or sad, just know that those feelings are simply parts of you that are coming up to the surface for your conscious awareness and attention. In other words, they're coming up so that you can be fully present to them and heal them. So that you can be fully present to heal them because those feelings that were deeply suppressed inside of you were parts of you that ultimately were in you anyway, lowering your vibration, causing a heaviness, a dullness in your heart, and ultimately letting full expression of your potential, of your vitality, and of your true, authentic expression. And so rather than beating yourself up or judging yourself or saying what's wrong with me when those feelings come up or forcing yourself to be some false version of positive, I would encourage you to use it as an opportunity to practice compassion. True healing is when you're willing to, when you apply loving and compassion and kindness to those parts of you that are hurting. And so those parts of you that are hurting that are getting triggered and stirred up as they arise, 
Maybe you feel insecure. Maybe you feel not enough. Maybe you feel pain. Maybe all your survival issues are coming up. You know, whatever it is that's coming up right now, use it as an opportunity to meet yourself with compassion. Use it this time as an opportunity opportunity to heal yourself. And so, can I be kind to myself during this time? Dear friend, can you be kind to yourself during this time rather than what's wrong with me or I should be more happy or I should be more fill in the blank? Can you meet yourself? Can you meet that pain? Can you meet that frustration? Can you meet that sadness with some kindness, with some compassion, with some tenderness, with some care? The more you're willing to meet yourself and bring kindness to your own heart, mercy to your own heart, the more you will be able to heal. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship, is the foundation of your relationship with everyone else. And ultimately, your relationship with yourself will determine how you see not only yourself, but how you see the world. Can you meet yourself with kindness? You know, I think we suffer when we judge ourselves, when we beat ourselves up. We suffer when, if you look around at how other people might be during this time, well, uh, your neighbor's doing great, your co-worker's doing amazingly, they're crushing it, and I'm not. Comparing yourself to how other people are handling this time and how other people are dealing with this time and what other people's experiences are during this time and judging yourself as you should be going through it or dealing with it, or you should be more like that person over there, will only cause you to experience suffering. Suffering, I believe, you know, my, my perspective is this, that pain is a part of life. These times are painful. You know, when people you, you love are sick or they're hurting or unemployed or, you know, the unemployment rate is skyrocketed more than ever in the last few weeks alone in the U.S. And I'm sure in your country, wherever you're listening to this, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle to survive and make it through these moments. And, and so this is painful for sure. But I make a distinction between pain and suffering. I say pain is a part of life. You can't avoid pain. The Dalai Lama will feel pain. The Mother Teresa felt pain. Martin Luther King felt pain. Mandela felt pain. I feel pain. We all feel pain in moments when things happen or things don't go according to plan. But suffering is optional. Suffering is optional in that suffering arises based on the stories that we tell ourselves, the story that we tell ourselves about what is happening, the story that, the story that we tell ourselves about our reality, the story that we tell ourselves about the current experience. There is the experience which can be painful. Yes, this thing is happening. COVID-19 is happening. There is the experience that nothing can take away. No one can take away that experience. The experience is the experience. And then there's the story that we tell ourselves about the experience and the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves so there's two things, the story that we tell ourselves about the experience, but also the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves. The stories that we tell ourselves determine our experience of reality. The stories that we tell ourselves determine whether we suffer or not. If you spin a story that disempowers you, instant suffering. If you spin a story that empowers you, focuses on the positive, that doesn't mean it won't be painful and challenging. And it doesn't mean you may not feel certain feelings or, or difficult feelings that you will have to deal with. But the story will, the, spinning a positive story, an empowering story is the difference between whether you feel pain 
or whether you feel suffering. So I'm telling you that during this time, you don't have to suffer. Feelings are natural. All feelings remain present until fully felt. So I'm not saying deny your feelings. I'm not saying don't honor your feelings. I'm not saying pretend. I'm not saying do a spiritual bypass. I'm saying acknowledge your feelings, feel them fully without resisting them, without indulging them, without judging them, feel them fully because all feelings felt fully will pass, will move. When we don't feel our feelings fully because we think we should feel something else, we think we should be more positive, we think this feeling is wrong, then we suppress that feeling, it stays in, stuck, stuck inside of us, and all feelings that, don't, that aren't felt and experienced in a healthy, conscious, present way will often express them, stay, they will stay stuck inside of us and cause us pain and suffering. And they will often find unhealthy, uh, unhealthy ways to express themselves in our lives. Just because you think that you may not be dealing with it, you will have to deal with it in some way, shape or form in your life. And so here's another thing to think about when we talk about suffering, okay folks? Suffering, all suffering tends to also happen when we resist when we resist our current reality, when we resist our current experience. And so as you look around at your situation right now, as you look around at the COVID-19 situation, the quarantine, the lockdown, what are you resisting? What about it are you resisting? It shouldn't be this way. Suffering always happens. This is the key to suffering. Here's the formula for suffering. If you want to suffer, Go something like this. The experience that I'm having is not the experience that I should be having. In other words, I should be having some other experience than the experience that I'm having right now. I shouldn't be going through this. It shouldn't be this way. The government shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. In it should be another way. It should be some other way than it is. No matter how much you resist what is happening, no matter how much you resist what you're going through, no matter how much you kick and scream and resist, reality is, the reality, the experience is still the same. Your resistance doesn't change the experience. I'm not saying don't take action. I'm not saying be a victim and be powerless and don't do anything, but I'm saying that resisting it inside of yourself, the experience I'm having is not the experience I should be having, doesn't change the situation. The quickest way to move out of suffering is to move yourself into deep radical acceptance. Deep radical acceptance doesn't mean you're disempowered, doesn't mean you're a victim, and does not mean you don't take action, does not mean you take abuse, does not mean you don't protest or you know, do what's in your power to do. It just means you stop resisting totally. You bring yourself into a zero point sense of complete acceptance. This is what is. It's hot outside. It's COVID-19 right now. It, it, we are in lockdown for 30 days. We're in lockdown for 45 days. We're in lockdown until June the 1st, July 1st, whatever the date is, total acceptance. This is reality. When you move into relationship with reality that is non-resistant, then you're that much more able to free yourself up, free up all the energy that is going towards pushing against something, going towards pushing against something. All that energy now can be freed up to, to be channeled towards working with reality, channeled towards shifting, if not changing reality, but not from a place of resistance. Resistance is what 
creates suffering. So what are the things you've been resisting in your life? What are, what are the things about during this current experience that you've been resisting? Should be more this way, should be not that way. You know, especially in this situation of quarantine and lockdown, I think, you know, many of us, it can feel as, it feels as though we are so out of control that there are so, there are so many things that are actually out of our control. And that is, is, is a horrible feeling. Like we don't know, you know, you got to do this, got to do that, can't go here, can't go to the park, can't go here, can't do that, can't leave your house, can leave your house, can't leave your house. We're not sure when we will perhaps uh, open things up again. It's coming any day, next week, another week, maybe June, maybe July, maybe end of summer. All these things that are out of our control. When you focus on what is out of your control, you will, you will be thrown off balance. You, it will lead to an instant sense of suffering. So I understand it's hard. I understand this is difficult. None of us want to be in this situation. My encouragement is, what can you do? Focus on what is in your control. Focus on what's actually in your control to do. You might say, well, nothing is in my control. Well, what you put in your mouth, what you eat, how you exercise, what time you wake up, there's certain things that are in your control. So start focusing on what's in your control. And I would write down, make a list right now of everything that is in your control because focusing on, wallowing on, uh, 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 resisting and, and, and pointing at everything that's not in your control will only move you into a disempowered state. And then make peace with and get clear What's not in your control? What is not in your control? Wisdom is realizing what's in your control, what's not in your control, and, and, and stop sort of reaching for what's not in your control, wishing for what's not in your control to be in your control, but to come into total acceptance. What's in your control, what's not in your control. The wisdom is knowing the difference, acceptance of your reality. Then you are free in that moment you're freed up. Your energy is freed up in that moment to focus on making choices based on your current experience. You're freed up to make choices based on your current experience, choices that you're in control of that are more likely to move you in the direction that you want. Choices that are more likely to move you in a direction that you want so that you can create a different reality. The experience may be the experience, but that doesn't mean the experience is your reality. Let me make that clear. You still might be in lockdown. You may not be able to end lockdown. I mean, this is the law, the government's decision, etc., etc. right? We're not arguing with that. So the experience may still be the experience, but no, the experience does not have to be your reality. Your reality is determined by your perspective. Your reality is determined by what you focus on, and your reality is determined by what you choose. In that sense, nobody, nothing, no one has power over you within your own consciousness unless you give them that. The moment you give them that, then you become a slave. Then you will suffer continuously just because life is a certain way, just because people are a certain way or aren't a certain way. That doesn't mean you have to feel what you feel. This is the right. This is your sovereignty. This is your freedom, the freedom to choose how you will see and how you will interpret and the meaning you make, the meaning you give to a situation. That is your ultimate freedom in any given moment.
many times what we do that causes us to suffer is we say something like, well, I'm upset because so-and-so did this. I'm upset because my husband's this way. I'm upset because my wife's this way. And if they would only change, then I wouldn't be upset anymore. And in that moment, we become victims. In that moment, you have given your power over to the other person, to someone else, to allow someone else to determine your internal experience. And now you have to control that person, manipulate that person, influence that person, get them to change so that they stop doing that and spending all your time trying to change someone else is a recipe for suffering, is a recipe for misery because you know ultimately people are human and they're going to do whatever they're going to do. The real freedom is when you refuse. You take a stand for yourself that, that says, I will not allow anything outside of myself or someone else to determine my inner experience. Look, folks, it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes radical responsibility. It requires a radical responsibility within yourself, radical acceptance, radical responsibility within yourself. But this is the power that you have. This is the power that Mandela had. I think the ownership of this power is what made the great ones truly great. They did not allow their experience to determine their reality. And from that place, they were able to make choices, and those choices much more enabled them to shift and change and transform and transcend their experience. Mandela was in a prison, but he was not a prisoner because being a prisoner is a state of consciousness. Being a prisoner is a perspective. And so during this time, I invite you to ask yourself, What's great about this time? I know there's a lot that is not great, but let's ask ourselves, since it is what it is, what is great about this time? What is the not about this quarantine time? Yes, what is the opportunity in this time? How can I grow and evolve during this time? How can I use this time for my growth, my benefit? How can I use this time so that after the 30 days, 40 days, you know, 60 days is over, I will come out even more elevated, even more present. I will come out the much more authentic and better version of myself, elevated, better version of myself. And so here's a few suggestions. I would invite you to actually uh, think about and use this time uh, as an opportunity to, number one, spend time in deep introspection. Use this time to meditate and reflect on your life. Use this time to explore what is deeply meaningful to you, what is true to you. Use this time to reflect on your purpose. Use this time to realign your life with your deepest heart's intention. Uh, reflect on why you're doing what you're doing and how you're living. It's an opportunity to bring yourself into deeper alignment with your soul's expression and purpose. So spend time not in deep introspection since you may not be able to drive as much or go out as much or go to work as much. Use this time for your benefit and your evolution. I would also say number two, use this time to let those in your life know how much they mean to you and how much you love them. It's times like these that remind us of what's truly important in life. I was telling my friend the other day, kind of jokingly, you know, does your Gucci bag give you a hug at night? Does your Prada and Louis Vuitton, you know, jacket provide you relief and prevent you from getting the virus? No. What's really important, you know, and, and I was also reflecting that during this time, you know, all the celebrities that we worshipped, the LeBron, LeBron who? The, the basketball players, the 
Tom Brady's, the icons, nothing wrong with them, the, the, the movie stars, right? That we, we wanted to know who are they sleeping with? What are they doing? Where are they going? I mean, none of that really matters right now. I think we're realizing, being reminded of what truly matters, spending time with your family, spending time with your loved ones, building, use this time to build more intimacy, more communication with your wife, with your spouse, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your children. There will likely never be another time like this on the planet again where we have this type of quality opportunity to connect. Use this time to build the foundation of your relationships with those you deeply love so that when things open up again, your relationship is recreated. Your relationship is so deeply nourished with roots of compassion and caring, consideration and loving. During this time, number three, folks, during this time, focus on loving yourself as well. Question we get to ask ourselves during this time. We can live in fear of, oh, oh my God, there's a virus. Oh my God. Or we can say, you, you know what? I'm going to cultivate the habits, the habits of truly loving myself. What is it to love myself? What is it to take care of myself? In fact, I can't afford not to take care of myself and build a, a healthy immune system. I believe that the most powerful vibration is the vibration of love. If we stay in the vibration of love, it is the highest immunity. Fear and stress actually brings down your own immunity in times like this where, you know, human beings tend to contract. It's an opportunity where loving is more important and that loving must, must, must start with ourselves to, to practice. Am I willing to do what it takes during this time to take care of myself? Am I willing to commit to myself in a way because I can't afford not to? Am I willing to commit to my health, commit to my exercise, commit to my, you know, my, my herbal regimen, building my immune system, to taking care of myself, my emotions, my heart, my body in a way that I have it? Am I willing to make that commitment to myself? What if this was a self-loving opportunity to put the disciplines in place the structures in place in your life to make those choices that you know are healthy for you, to make those choices that you know are, are love, self-loving and self-honoring for you. This is the time. The choices and disciplines you put into place, health and nutrition-wise and exercise-wise and time-wise and meditation-wise, are those disciplines you put into place now are disciplines that will only make you stronger and benefit you when things open up Again, and when things open up, as these disciplines are in place, it will just make you that much more exponentially amazing, powerful, and, 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 and able to fulfill your potential back in normal life. Number four, I would say during this time, it's an opportunity to put your spiritual practice into action. This is a time to double down on meditation. This is a time to observe your thoughts. You know, this is a mindfulness opportunity as you observe your thoughts going spinning into negative future fantasies. Yes, I'm saying, yes, look, take precautions, wash your hands, you know, social distance as needed, use sanitizers, et cetera, et cetera. But do not leave your mind unchecked and give your mind free reign to spiral into fear and potholes of panic. Panic does not resolve anything. When we act from panic, live in panic, we just create more suffering for ourselves. So this is actually a time to master your mind. This is a time to go into deep meditation and also in daily waking life, practice profound levels of mindfulness. True 
awakeness, you know, it, it, true, true freedom is to be awake. They asked the Buddha, uh, the Buddha, are you enlightened? And he said, no, but I am awake. When you are awake, you are conscious. When you're conscious, you are that much more able to choose, to choose your responses to life and those around you, to choose with awareness, to choose with awareness and not be run by your conditioning from your childhood, your conditioning from your parents. This is freedom. Everything else being run by condition patterns and parent, parental fears, and that is suffering. Yes? And so as you go, folks, as you go through this time, right? Giving up resistance. Like this is where we're at. No, but could, we should be somewhere else. The truth is this is where we're at. Here's what's funny. The ego wants to search and search and search and never find. So when we were living back in our, in quotation marks, normal everyday life, I don't know about you, but many of us, you may have had this experience where you, were, you set these goals and you couldn't wait to reach your goals so you could get out of your current reality because you weren't truly appreciative or happy for your current reality, yes? And so the grass always looks greener on the other side, so to speak. And so when you were living your regular life, you couldn't wait to get to some other life when you had attained your goals, dreams, and visions. So you weren't really, see if you can relate, you weren't really present with your life when you were there back in the past, a few months ago. Now, we're in quarantine lockdown. Two people, tooth camps. Perhaps you're wishing and dreaming for the old life you had. The challenge is when you were in your old life, you weren't really present with that life. You were busy wanting to be somewhere else other than where you were. Now that you're here somewhere else, you wish you were back where you were. Or you're dreaming about when this quarantine lockdown is over so you can be somewhere else. So now that you're in quarantine lockdown, right? Can anyone relate? Now that you're in quarantine lockdown, you're busy wishing you were somewhere else. You're not here either. You weren't there when you were there. You're not here when you're here. And the mind makes you think that when this is over, you're going to be fully, it's going to be better over there. And it always seems better over there. Now, I'm not saying I want to be in lockdown forever, but here we are. Resisting it is only suffering. Not being present in this moment is only suffering. So see if you can accept where you are and savor the moment, savor this moment. What if you were to truly savor this moment, fully experience this moment? Because maybe there'll come a point a year from now where you'll think back to the, I'm joking here, kind of, but not really, where you might think back to those lockdown days and go, wow, I had so much time on my hands. Wow, the time I had to spend with my family, see my kids grow up, see my baby grow up, be, be with my loved ones, wow, to take a walk. And so while you're here, since we're here, and since resistance won't take you more quickly out of here, if resisting this moment would take you more quickly out of this, out of this moment and end the lockdown, I, I would probably say resist. But since you're here, be fully present here. How can you bring yourself fully present here? Learn the lessons that you're meant to learn here. Grow and evolve in the ways you're meant to grow here so that you don't miss the moment. Many times in an effort to be somewhere other than, than where we are, we constantly miss the moment wishing we were somewhere else. How many of you do that? I can relate. Always wishing I was somewhere else, right? Always striving for better, striving for more. But sometimes in the striving for more, we miss the moment. In this moment, how can we fully make the moment and maximize the magic of this moment while we're here? Breathe, look around, take it in. The world has come to a stillness. And so 
last few things I'll say, folks, in terms of moving out of uh, suffering, and I'm hoping this is helping and giving you some ideas, moving out, out of suffering during these uh, times of lockdown and quarantine. I would say set some quarantine goals. I know that sounds crazy. Could you, are you crazy? Set some quarantine goals. My goal is to get the hell out of quarantine. I understand. I understand. But hear me. If you don't have any goals during quarantine and you just wake up, you just wake up every day, no idea, no plan, no vision, no vision for your life, where man or woman, where the people have no vision, the people will perish. I think that's a quote from the Bible or some holy text. Where man has no vision, where people have no vision, they will perish. So if you don't have any vision, then it will seem like Groundhog's Day over and over again, like a never-ending abyss of who knows how long we'll be in this. So I would say, set a goal for 30 days. 30 days from now, okay? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish in terms of, yes, what do you want to accomplish for yourself? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to create? Goals. Maybe write that book. Maybe a certain physical goal with your weight. Maybe a relationship goal with your spouse. Maybe building something, creating something, that art project, painting, writing, making videos, launching a course. 30 days from now, here's my challenge to you folks. Ask yourself, where do I want to be? What's my goals 30 days from now? Where do I want to be 30 days from now? In fact, who do I want to be 30 days from now? So let's take the two questions. What what do I want to accomplish 30 days from now? And then make a list of the action steps that are needed to accomplish that and actually create a schedule for yourself and schedule those things in. And I would encourage you every day, set a schedule. During this quarantine time, set a schedule so you have a schedule that you can follow. Use the schedule during this time that you can follow so that you don't wake up in a sort of abyss with no direction. When there's no direction, it can lead to depression. Remember, no direction can lead to depression, which is suffering, okay? The other question I would invite you to ask yourself on top of what do I want, what do I want to accomplish during these 30 days is who do I want to be during these 30 days, but who do I want to be once this 30 days is over? Who do I want to grow into? Who do I want to be? And as a result, what would I need to let go of? What would I need to embrace? What would I need to evolve? What would I need to integrate? and do the necessary inner work. Who do I need to forgive? Who do I need to love? What do I need to open? So that you can do the inner work, not just the goals on a physical level, but the inner work that will get you there. And lastly, ask yourself this question. Meditate on this question. What do I want my life to look like? I want you to use this 30 days, use this quarantine time to imagine, not just project, but imagine the life that you want after, to imagine the life that is seeking to express through you and what that, what that might look like after, how you want to express after. So what, what do I want life to look like after this is done? And imagine that life, write about that life, visualize that life, get in touch with that life and allow that future, that positive future to pull you forward. Folks, these are your three questions. These are quarantine goals that you can implement in your life to move you in a direction. A person without direction goes in a direction of depression. Suffering is optional. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And I'm saying you don't have to suffer. 
wherever you are uh, spending this quarantine time, whoever you're with, what, whatever you're going through, just know my thoughts are with you. My thoughts are with your family. My thoughts are with your loved ones. I'm praying for you. I'm sending you love. I believe we'll get through this. And let's get through this in the most graceful, elegant, compassionate, generous way we can so that we can grow as a result of this and learn the lessons we need to learn and become, you know, become higher versions of ourselves as a result. I believe in you. I hope you enjoyed today's short episode. Please know I'm sending you much love. Please share this episode. Uh, Download this episode right now. Uh, Share it with your friends and your family. And I'll catch you in next week's episode of Soul Talk. We have amazing guests coming up next week. Uh, You're going to be surprised and shocked. It's going to be exciting. Love now, wherever you are. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.